When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In times like this, it's important to protect ourselves and our children from as many germs as possible when we're out and about. The fact that we can support a Black-owned business at the same time is why I'm excited to introduce to some of you and present to others Bubba's Potties Protection Seat Covers. And thank you, Bubba's, for helping us keep our family protected. The only podcast coming through your beat stereo is Cherry's World, so let's go around like a merry-go. Plug your phone in, make sure it got a full battery. Download it Wednesday, listen to it Saturday. She cover all topics, whatever you after. She got ballplayers, authors, doctors, actors, rappers, singers, entrepreneurs, divas, leaders, androids or Apple, turn up your speakers. Trying to shoot my shot like the vaccine, whether it's Cherry or Maxine, whether the podcast or acting, she that queen, PYT, you know what that means. Saw you on TV and touch the screen, touch on you. I plead Lucy has got a crush on you. It'll mean the world to get a blush from you. Teaspoon to me, leave you sleep like Robert Tussin. Hey, we're not going to do a full episode because I got her a little late, but I've got my girl in the house and her name is Victory Amber. And she is the author of these two books that I know you saw me talk about on my IG page. We just went inside her brain real quick, just a little bit. How you doing, girl? I am awesome. Awesome. How are you, love? Amazing. So let me tell you, I have now read both of them. Okay. I have always been a fan of you, but now I'm a fan of your writing. (laughs) I want to know what inspired you to write both of these books. They're very much different, but very much the same. This is a poetry book. Let's talk about your poetry book first. Okay. I'm a poet first. I've always been a poet. I've always done spoken words. Um, My mother told me I wrote my first book at two and a half years old. I've always had a huge love for words. Part of it is my dad being an English professor. (laughs) But I've always just loved words and wordplay. So with this book, it's actually, it could have been tragic. I actually was in an extremely abusive marriage. And I tried to do everything I could to please this person. And so I said, well, how can I take that negative and turn it into a positive? And this is just an example of my heart's desire to please somebody to the most that I could ever think about it. And so this, this, that's how this book came about me trying to please somebody, trying to be the best person I could be. And it doesn't matter what happened with us. It's just that I'm glad that it turned around into some poetry that could bless so many other people. Oh my God. So one of my favorites is my future. Okay. And I'm not going to read it all because I think people need to buy the book, but I am going to read the first couple lines. Okay. And I want to know like where you were at mentally when you wrote this, because I, I truly believe that we can only write what we've lived, what we've known, what we've seen right? <laughs> experiences. So right. it says, make plans to help bring your future to pass. Never allow your husband to carry a hardship You never want your partner to feel like the weight of the household is on his shoulders 
if he mm-hmm. struggles in that area? I'm not going to read the rest. Um, it's um, whenever you see a man or your partner um, mm-hmm. struggle and you know that you're in an area where you're the help, you're help me. I believe that two people are together to help one another, whether they say it or not, because if somebody can't help you, they can harm you. So my thing is that if you see somebody and you see like the weight of the world, first off, we have to evaluate that situation and say, why does this person feel like the weight of the world? Or why are they having so much weight on them right now? And in those areas, if we really listen, listen to hear, not to respond, not to speak, not to judge, not to criticize. But if we listen to hear, a lot of times we can go in and carry those areas that are just, it's just like having extra food on your plate just falling over. When you go to the buffet, piling it on and you're walking and you're trying to balance it and carry it to your table knowing you probably shouldn't have put all that food on your plate anyway and stuff is falling over and mixing all together it's just for us as a help me to see that and say you know what baby instead of us putting all that on one plate let me grab this plate for you and whatever we can't fit on there let's put it on this plate too and then we'll put it between us and we're sharing it instead of you having all of this on your plate and I'm having all of this on my plate you gotta eat that up and then eat that up and then try to share too it's just too much and that's how I looked at it when you see, especially depending on how your relationship is is created or how it's put together, mm-hmm. you can kind of see where the other person lacks because nobody's perfect. And typically where they lack, you actually have a light bulb that can go on in their dark area. And it, make, it brings balance. Like where they're like this, you can help them be like this. And when you're like this, they can help you be like this. So that's where I got that. Because so many men, I hear men or I hear women because we're not going to go there, but I understand what it is to have a lot of weight and feel like no matter what I do, it's not going to be enough. We're going to fall and I can't get any help, not even a massage on my shoulders at night, not even an Epsom salt bath. Sometimes that's all it takes. Just let them come home to a nice Epsom salt bath and some candles and some soft music. Right. Don't just bombard the door as soon as they come in you're like oh and this happened and that happened and that happened sometimes just let them come in and just sometimes it's all it takes let them debrief you know so it's just different ways that we can help our partner achieve maximum greatness i love that you so, said that i know that was kind of broad but huh? <laughs> no i just had countess vaughn on and countess and i were talking about the demise of the black family and how yeah. black men and women are so like not united right now. And I asked her, well, what do you think that we can do to help start a campaign or some, some kind of black love? Like we need you brothers. Um, We're hurt. Yeah. We are very, very hurt. We're very, very angry. And we're angry and hurt at all sides. Mm-hmm. You have so many baby boys. Okay. Because. The black man started a long time ago. And anybody who talks to me knows how I feel about this. When we go back in history, we see us here, it was designed to be this way. We have to really look at it. all that people that want to teach history and, you know, because it's making other people feel uncomfortable. Right. They've been uncomfortable for a long time. Here. Right. Um. <laughs> But until we right, so you what it But until we address these issues, because those are the issues that are keeping the black family like this. We're, we're like this. We're like this because of the issues that have happened. And I believe that trauma 
can be passed down from generation to generation. Bad teaching can be passed down from generation to generation. Mm -hmm. So here we are dealing with trauma and bad teaching from 1619 until now. And we wonder why they didn't have families back then because they used to pull the men away from the women and have the women doing all types of stuff and the men breeding with all other type of women. Look at what we have now. Breeding. And when you look at the celebrities, the 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 the, actors, the the rappers and the singers and all that, we've always gotten applauded for acting and for being the most athletic or for beating each other up and stuff. They've always done that. So this is what we know how to do. We know how to entertain. We know how to perform, but we don't know how to be whole. We don't know how to engage each other like they were teaching each other. Back in those days, the women and men, the, the mothers taught the women how to go get a proper man. Men taught their children how to be proper suitors. And I'm talking about white America. Oh, yes. We were taught yes. to be slaves. Yeah. So, so here we go with this little bit of time that we've been partially free. And I say partially for real. Right. And we expect that we're supposed to be complete and understanding like them when we've only been partially free. We have a lot of healing to do. And I think that if we, Go back to, to understanding from whence we come, we will understand why we are the way we are today and how we can be better for our future. But it starts with us understanding our past. We, we have to understand. We can't be scared of it. We can't run away from it. You have to understand all of those things, all the way to them pulling jobs out of the communities and telling the women that if you get AFDC, that your husband can't live in a home and just... Everything, the crack, it's a lot of stuff. I just talked about that. I had no idea that if a man had a felony and she was getting some kind of public assistance that he couldn't come home. I, I learned that last night. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my dad taught it at, uh, you know, at the university. They, yeah. um, and he fought for it before then. Yeah, they, they couldn't come home. This was in the 60s and 70s. And then, um, you know, with the, with the, Stores, they would put like instead of ice cream, they put ice milk or put sell them bad meat but frozen and all of that. And so a lot of the men that didn't get AFD or the families that didn't get AFDC, they would have to go work further out because they start taking jobs out of the community. You know, a lot of African Americans at that time couldn't go to college, so yeah. they would go to trade school. They were electricians and plumbers and all of those things. But when they're taking all those jobs out of the communities and then they're they're, they're um, what is that regentrification? They did yeah. they've done it before. Yeah, they're doing and it they now. they hire everybody else but the black father. Yeah. There you go. You know, all of a sudden, now you need a degree to pl unplug a toilet. You know, it's just... So, I'm so sorry. So quickly, you talked about past experiences, right? And how you can heal trauma. Yeah, Talk about trauma. Um, STD, you done gave it a whole new definition. And this one actually speaks to my heart more than the other STD does. Spiritual transmitted disease, um, spiritually transmitted yeah. diseases from being with the wrong mates yeah. is real. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma I love the fact that you, I, look, you see me pet the book because I love this book. <laughs> Thank I, you. I, I opened it up and I read it in one night and I didn't mean to, I was just going to glance over it, but I got stuck. Mm -hmm. And before I knew it, the book was over. And I was yeah. like, this was so real, so raw, so uncut, non-raunchy. Mm -mm. mm -mm. But it was so relatable, written by two women who, I, I know you, I don't know your co-author, but yeah. Miss Faith, I feel like 
all of our lives are synonymous in a way, mm-hmm. whether we've mm-hmm. directly or indirectly had these experiences. Yes, ma'am. But seeing them in words, <laughs> being able to read and identify, and you gave me a way to heal from it. I'm so. You walked me through a whole therapy session. And I, I never expected it, but I'm, I'm so proud. Can you tell me a little bit about the development of that book? It's, it was her idea. She had this idea for a while from what I was told by her. And um, she just could never bring a story to it. So one day it was just in her spirit. Ask victory. So when she asked me, she was like, hey, I got this idea. Da, 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 da. You want to write something to it? So I, when I wrote, wrote it, I wrote like I took about a, maybe a few days and I was just writing a bunch of stuff. But when I sent it to her, she was like, I didn't tell something like I didn't tell you to write or what you what were you doing or what were you thinking or whatever. So me being knowing her because she's a Gemini, I was like, girl, please, it better be whoever. She says, no, I'm just saying because it was a setup. God set you up. This is supposed to be your book. And I was like, what? I thought she pulled that Gemini move. Like, okay, who am I talking to right now? Because I know what I heard. So I just dove lightly. This is the thing is, this is a light book. I have to do a part two. This was a light part of certain things that I think that we overlook. When we think about spirit, okay, mm-hmm. we have to think about spiritual things or spiritual beings and energy on the outside of us. It's all around us. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you can walk in the alley and the hair stands on the back of your neck or somebody can walk by you and you're like, ooh, that's not you tripping. That's spiritual residue from these people. We have power, bad power and good power. All of us. We're not just mechanics. It's a life force in the inside of us. And that exudes other and it can be transferred over to other people. And I hit on that because my father, before he became a professor, he was really involved in the um, film and music industry and whatnot. And we always be singing songs. I was always singing. I always had a brush up to my mouth, singing, <laughs> giving people their parts. You do the loud. I didn't know soprano, alto, and tenor then. So I'd be like, you get the high, you get the middle, and you get the deep. <laughs> and I'd give my cousin. <laughs> and we'd be singing stuff like jump, jump for your love, like with the Pointer Sisters and all that. Yeah. But I didn't know they were talking about jump in the bed and feel my touch. Shake it When you think about, think about that song now. Okay. That's what they're talking about. So when you're a kid, though, you're just thriving off the energy. And the adults are clapping. They know what it's talking about. But just think about the energy that's being passed because you're saying those words. Yeah. They're taking, they're manifest, manifesting inside of your mind as a child. And has no and idea. Think about, see, think about it. And then kids hear all that stuff and they're putting it in their psyche. And then as they get around other kids who may have other experiences or different things, they try things because their whole thing when they're young is to try. I'm going to try this. That's what little babies always put stuff in their mouth. You got to watch them. You can't get mad at them. That's right. how they're built. Children, they're very, children are very like, oh, I want to know, you know, with your daughter, they're asking questions because, and if you don't answer the questions, they're going to ask somebody else. They're going to try to figure it out for themselves. Yes. She's going to find the answers. Yeah. She's going to find the answer. And that's why I brought it up to Willa, like fathers. Because my dad, even though he gave me the world materialistically, I can never talk to him. I can never say dad, dad, because he just sh- walks away. He doesn't know how to handle that. But so for me, I didn't get a lot of the answers from a man, not 
ones in my family, I went to the street. And so this talks about when I was young and back in my, in our day, it wasn't cool to be lesbian or bisexual. Right. I'm just putting that out there. So even though I had, had some experiences with girls already in my teens, my mother was like, you know, you're so pretty and da, da, you're going to have a, you know, the whole husband, the whole thing. And I didn't listen to her and ended up, you know, dating, whatever boys talk hole in your head. I was like the drill team and he was the star quarterback. And it just fit. You know, we were just perfect. He was fine. And I was gorgeous at the time, I guess. So we got together and he found out I was a virgin, of course. You know, he found how he found out. And so after we had a relationship for a little bit, I was wondering why he was distancing himself. And I got offended. My cousin called me. He was like, girl, I seen him at the college with Woot Wham, another girl. And I was like, really? So my whole thing is I was so brokenhearted. You were hurt. And everything. I went vengeful. I said, okay, I got to get a guy look better than him. Who got a car? Who got this? So it turned into a downward spiral because I was always trying to like, oh, he better see me now. I hope he notices me with this person. I hope he, and it went from one to the next, to the next, to the next. And before I knew it, I was in a situation where I had got set up. Somebody had put something in my drink and it was like probably over 20 guys in the room. They was going to gang rape. And I remember it was a guy I was talking to and he put me into a room and it was dark, but we were kind of kissing in the dark. And I remember feeling hands on my lower leg. I mean, you know, I'm not the tallest person, but if I'm sitting on a table and I know he's up here, how are your legs down here? I mean, how, what's touching me on my ankle and my thigh? Right. Especially when I feel you up here. And I was like, what? So, you know, being who I am, I need, need him. And kind of punched him like in his lower part of his belly to where he flew back into the wall. I turned on the light and it was all kind of guys in the room with all different forms of undress. Thank God none of them had. Oh, thank God none of them had entered into me. Okay, don't say anymore. Don't say anymore. Because that story is in the book. You guys go get the book. I don't want you to give it away. I mean, the exchange, it's a, literally a story that you guys might have lived through some of this yourself. You might know some of it yourself, but it talks about the whole psyche of it. And not only does it talk about the psyche of it, but it talks about the therapy behind it. And yeah. if you were not seeing a therapist yourself, unfortunately, that's something that us in, in the Black community don't do enough. Um yeah. This can be your therapy. It is available on Amazon. You can always hit uh, Victory Amber up on her Instagram page. She is amazing. She will write you back and you can get an autographed copy straight from her. Look, I got a personal message. I'm not going to let you read it because it's personal, but I, <laughs> I appreciate it. And I treasure these and they're not going anywhere. And at the back, not only do they give you therapy, right, but they give you um, places and I can't let you see them all, but like it, it asks you questions and then it gives you places to answer. And I haven't finished answering, but I have started answering some of them. So I'm not going to let y'all yeah, read wrote the questions. Really? It is personal. So when yeah. I say that it's therapy, like there's exercise in there, you know? And um, if you've ever been with the wrong spirit or the wrong partner, you need some healing. Check these out. I'm so proud of you. Thank you, Mama. <laughs> yeah, both of those are very negative situations and they were turned positive. I personally believe that all things work together for the good of them who love God and are called according to his purpose. 
I will never take a negative and allow it to define. I believe that we were all born to be more than a conqueror. So those two books, I'm always available to come out to your city or your town if you want to have me there and talk about them. They, the exchange is really an encounter. The women, the way they cry out and stuff, it's like a ministry. I didn't even know, Cherry. It's like a ministry. And part two of the exchange, like I said, I kept that live. But part two, that's going to be something else when it actually hits next year. It's, it's something that's, yeah, it's that. It's really that. Let so, me know you. when part two hits. I will buy it. I will post it. I will call you in faith and have you guys on so we can do a proper show. This is proper because I'm with my sister and I love you. And <laughs> congratulations to you and everything that you're doing. I mean, you don't understand who you are for black women, especially black women with ties to the West of the Caribbean and the West Indies and everything like that. You mean so much to us because Thank you. one thing I've learned about you over the years is that you've never let somebody's negative connotation or whatever they may say define who you are. You've always been able to raise above what other people may like. Okay, well, they said this is whatever, but I'm going to do this now. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do exactly what I feel and believe that I can do. You know why? Because I am me. I'm omitting curse words because I am me. <laughs> and I'm going to do what the I want, how I want it done. <laughs> she really, really then, know me, y'all. Y'all that don't know me don't understand I cuss. She knows. <laughs> Right. Are they going to get, they going to get right or get left. Yeah. And I've always loved that and admired that about you guys like two decades. Oh, we've known each other for a stretch yeah. now. Yeah. So this is a blessing and an honor. You continue to do what you're doing. And I'm blessed. I pray God Thank blesses you a hundredfold for blessing me. Thank you. Are you kidding for blessing me? You gave me free therapy. <laughs> And I get to pass the word on to my other sisters and my other brothers because brothers, you need to read it too. Black men, we are in a state of 911. And yeah. it's because we have so much mistrust within our communities and within our families. And I pray for you guys because a lot of you guys don't have proper father figures. And the ones that unfortunately the mothers have allowed to come in were temporary boyfriends and things of that nature who were not treating the sons all the time proper and hurt little kids. What do they do? They can't beat the adults out. So they, up, so they run outside. Now you got those hurt kids with those other hurt kids. And you have a bunch of hurt kids outside, scared hurting to go inside. People. Hurting people. You wonder why gangs and stuff. See, uh, it's a whole, you and I may have to team up and do a book. This is good. You know what I mean? <laughs> really, I'm down. I'm down. Some resolution so we can see how, when we go back, we can see how it is. It's, Hurt people, like you said, they, they hurt people. And I'm here, and I know you are definitely here. We want to help people heal. And it's not always, you know, have you ever seen a sore heal? It is not pretty to look at. And we can't be concerned about how we live while we heal. And we just got to allow ourselves to be healed. That's it. And it's a beauty to healing because at least you're healing. It could be that you just stayed hurt and the limb just always stayed messed up. But when you can get that scab and get all that stuff in the way it looks nasty and everything, but it's healing, honey, as long as that, that tells you that you still have life left in you. Yeah. I'm not about to preach, but you got life. That's a whole word though. That's a whole word. Hey, and I'm glory to God. I, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I gotta let you go because yeah. I got another yeah. person that just came on right now. I love you. I love you too. Thank you for jumping on. You're welcome. Thank it's you. Amazing. Of course. Mm -hmm. See you soon. Yes, ma'am, for sure. Okay.
Bye bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.